to keep this a little bit short. You heard the prayer request that was just made. But I do want to speak to you on this uh, topic. You know, we see the craziness of what's going on in our world right now. And I just can't help but acknowledge the fact that as believers, even right now with my mother over there in the hospital, there's a peace that can fill our hearts, our hearts and our spirits. There's a peace in this world that that we have as believers, but unbelievers begin to panic when they don't have somebody they can look to. And I want to remind you today, and and I'm going to cut this sermon very short today, but I want to talk to you real quickly about God's promise of protection. Everybody look at your neighbor and tell them, God's promise of protection. Martin, I think it was Martin who referred to the scripture. I, I know I did, but 2 Timothy 1, chapter 1 and verse 7 says it clearly. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of, of power and love and self-control, self-discipline. When fear begins to creep into your mind, at that moment you are to reject it. You are to rebuke it in the name of Jesus. That is your divine commandment from our heavenly father you are to reject it number one the devil is a liar everybody say the devil is a liar the devil is a liar amen. amen you are to reject fear i want to read psalms 91 and it's on your outline i want to read this because this is referred to as the 911 chapter psalms 91 If you've never read this before, I would encourage you to read it at home. But listen, stand with me as we read these words. I'm going to read the entire chapter, 16 verses long. It says this, and this is the NIV version. It says, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare. And from the deadly pestilence, he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. Can I say that again? No harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent, your, your, your dwelling. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you right this moment. Lord, that you are our salvation, that we can put our trust in you, that you are the most high, the one that protects us and guides us. Lord, we pray right now. 
for each and every person here in this place that they would understand that you are there to protect them and I and my mother and all those that need your protection right now. We pray that in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated this afternoon. Whoever dwells in the Most High, whosoever speaking to you and I, are you dwelling in the Most High? Are you trusting in Him? Yes. The Word of God says that you will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. How big is God? How big is your God? Well, that's how big His shadow is. It covers you wherever you go. Wherever you go. And He'll cover you. He'll, he'll put a fortress. The song said, He has a shield for you to protect you. Against two the serpent against the lion that seeks to kill and devour, the Bible says in the book of James. He's there to protect you from all that. The theme of this psalm is, is clear. It, it's telling us that God gives us complete victory and security in Him. It's only found in Him. It's not found in how much you got stocked up in your garage today. It's not found in any of that. But the fact is that we will face challenges in life. Like what's going on right now. I believe this is, this is an introduction of something major that will come down the road. And it's only a preview. Believe me, it can get real serious. Yeah. This is not serious to that level. But believe me, it can. So it's a wake-up call to each of us of where we need to be. Maybe in preparation in our homes uh, with each other and so forth. Philippians chapter 4, this is not on your outline. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, that's why I can have this right this minute. The Bible says this in verses 6 and 7. Do not be anxious about anything. Everybody say anything. anything. That means anything, everything, anything. Do not be anxious, do not be worried about it. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean ignore it, just means don't let it stress you out and be anxious about it. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, by making it known to God, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, this is my favorite part, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Only God alone can give us that peace. Can you say amen? Real quickly, there will be, as your outline shows, point number one, sudden and unexpected disasters. Things that come up in your lifetime. Unexpectedly, I believe a lot of these are from the enemy. That the enemy will suddenly want to take you out. The enemy will cause things to happen in your life unexpectedly. Out of, out of thin air, seemingly. I believe a lot of times we are, we are attacked by the enemy. How many would, would agree with that? But the Bible says he will save you from the fowler snare and the deadly pestilence. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. These disasters that go around, this virus, whatever it is, you are protected from it. Amen. Keep washing your hands. Keep doing the things you know to be doing that you've always been doing. You are protected from it. Amen? Amen. Fears and anxieties can grip us though. And I've always taught this to you. Fear. What is fear? False expectations appearing real. That's what fear is. 
Our mind is the greatest enemy that we can have at times. We can, we can do all sorts of crazy things. Craziness happens when fear grips your heart. If you don't believe me, just take a drive to Costco. Go to Walmart. Fear has gripped them. Fear will cause us to do silly things. That is not the spirit that God has given you. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Amen? We, we also can be attacked personally. God, God Almighty will protect you. But any day, whether it's a work, you will be attacked with seemingly flaming arrows at times. From co-workers, people stabbing you in the back, things like, of that nature. Now, I don't believe that behind every bush, there goes Satan. I, I don't believe that at all. I believe that a lot of times we're at fault for causing some of the situations we get into. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. But absolutely, though, there are times when you do get attacked by the enemy. Because the enemy wants to, wants to take you out. I'll just tell you that right now. He wants to take you out and your family. Cause you to be discouraged. Cause you to walk in anxiety and in fear. Cause you to be a, 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 a Christian that has no weapons, has no, has no um, knowledge, has, does not walk in, 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 in victory, but walks in fear and timidity. That's what the enemy wants from all of us. That's what the enemy is trying to do with what's going on in the world right now. He wants to walk, make you walk in fear. But the Bible says in Psalm 91 verse 5, nor the arrows that fly by day shall harm you. They shall not have effect on you because you have a shield that protects you from this day and night. Amen. The Lord God can protect us. Paul states in Ephesians that Satan can sometimes attack us personally. I, I believe that uh, it may not be almighty uh, Satan himself, but it could be one of his his demons that are attacking people. And as such, we need to always put on the armor of God. We have to walk with the armor of God. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your armor. Ephesians 6 and verse 16 says, Take up the shield of faith, which you can use to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the enemy. And then the, the fourth point. Attacks happen when I'm not paying attention. This virus is, and, and many other reasons why, but we need to be vigilant in this world that we live in. We need to be vigilant of the things that are going on all around us. We need to be vigilant. Look at your neighbor and tell them, I need to be vigilant. Brother Dan will tell you in law enforcement that he's always watching his six, Right? You got to watch your six. You got to watch what's going on behind you. What does that mean? Well, we all watch crime shows, so we know what that means, right? But what it means is be vigilant. You have to be aware of your surroundings, yes. but you have to be aware spiritually of what's going on around you. God's given us a, 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 an armor to put on, to strap on. Sometimes we got to pull out the sword. Sometimes we got to use the shield. Sometimes we got to use the helmet of salvation. You got to know what to use at that particular moment. Amen. You have to be vigilant. Verse 12 of Psalm chapter 91. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. God himself will lift you up. God himself will protect you and take care of you. 
God himself who loves you, who created you, will protect you from the, from the lies of the enemy. Amen? Amen. Amen? Attacks happen when you're weak, when you lose your focus, when you're not vigilant. Lord, help us to be vigilant in these days coming up. Yes. You know, it's interesting to me in, in Matthew chapter 4, this is where Satan tempted Jesus. And did you know this? That in, in, did you notice that in Matthew chapter 4, the first 11 verses, Satan quotes Psalm 91. He quotes that to Jesus because he knows the truth of this scripture. He knows the truth of, of God's word. In fact, he says, he, he says to Jesus, to tempt Jesus to trust in God's supernatural abilities. Remember, he led him up to the temple and he says, well, throw yourself down and the angels will catch you. They'll protect you. Because that's what it says in Psalms 91, that he'll protect you. And he, he, he challenged God's word. But what is the devil? He is a liar. Everything that proceeded out of his mouth is a lie. So Jesus said, you can't tempt me, bro. You can't test me with the word. I know the word. Because he was the word, amen? He was the word. So, so the devil is a liar and he will use all sorts of ways to tempt you, to distract you, to cause you to lose your focus, amen? amen. The reality is that God is able to handle all of the difficulties yes. in your life, amen? Yes. amen? We live in this culture of fear where people are worried and worried about flu bugs, worried about terror t terrorist attacks, worried about going to a ball game for their safety, worried about everything. They, they, they don't even leave their home. In fact, with what's going on in the world currently with this virus, do you know what the term nosophobia means? Anybody here in the medical field know what nosophobia means? It's a fear of getting, it's an irrational fear of getting a disease. All those people at Costco, all those people at Walmart, there, I wouldn't say all of them, but a lot of them have a fear of getting this disease and it's grip people. Nosophobia. It's the irrational fear of contracting a disease. But listen to these words that I love in Luke chapter 9 and verse 1. When Jesus had called the 12 together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all the demons and to cure diseases. Amen. He gave them authority. Do you know that that word authority comes from the Greek word nasos? In other words, we have been given the authority to, to, to trample, to stand over demons and pestilences, viruses, plagues, anything that would attack us. Amen? That should cause you reason to just thank you, Lord, to shout joy, to shout, thank you, Father. God has given us the, the authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And as I close, I just want to remind you of these eight promises. Eight promises that God gives us to protect us. Number one, say these with me because they're on your outline. Say, say them with me. Number one, I will rescue you. This is God speaking to you, okay? Number two, I will protect you. Number three, I will answer you. Number four, I will be with you in trouble. Number five, I will deliver you. Number six, I will honor you. Number seven, I will satisfy you with long life. And finally, the eighth one, I will show you my salvation. Amen. 
The Lord tells us that if we dwell in the secret place, Psalm 91, how it starts off. If we dwell in the secret place, if we dwell in his presence, all these promises that he gives us in these 16 verses are ours, are ours. Focus on, I want you to take that chapter and I want you to read it at home. Read it with your spouse. Read it with your family. Read it to one another. Trust in that and encourage each other. Would you do that? Yes. Amen. Let's stand with me and we're going to close in prayer at this time. And I would encourage you to, um, the rest of this afternoon, if you would just continue to pray for my mother. I'm going to head over there right now to Kaiser Hospital. Um, But let's bow our heads. Father in heaven, we thank you right now, Lord. We thank you that you are in control. Again, we thank you, Lord, that you are in control of this disease. Lord, that is affecting people. We pray for the safety for the healing of those people that are affected worldwide, Lord. We pray for the safety of of everyone in here, their families, their loved ones. We pray for the safety of our community, American Canyon, surrounding areas, Vallejo, the Bay Area. We pray, Father, for your safety in this country. Lord, we pray, God, that as quickly as this came upon us, that it would disappear in the name of Jesus. Because, Lord, you are in control. Father, we trust in you for complete healing. We trust in you also, Lord, for complete healing again for my mother. We pray, Father, right now that you would just touch her body and heal her, Father. Miraculously heal her right now. And, Father, we trust you, Father, for you are good and you are great. And we praise you and thank you in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen and amen. amen.